Welcome back to the Geek Visions Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping a watchful eye on the big three of visual media, that being film, video games, and television, with a special emphasis on the more geeky nature of those aspects. But let's admit, that's pretty much what all these are anyway. So here we go today. Uh, this is the second recording of this episode, thanks to some technical difficulties. It's coming out a little later than originally thought. So I'm going to second round through, and hopefully, hopefully I can get this one actually uploaded. So for this news drop, we've got the stories coming from the month of April. So let's do a quick rundown of what we'll be covering today. On the film aspect, we'll be covering the film Emancipation has pulled out of filming in Georgia. Arclight and Pacific Cinemas closing down. The big Netflix and Sony deal, plus the new trailers for Fast and Furious 9 and Shang-Chi. On the video game side, it's a little light, but we've got the online stores for some of Sony's platforms. Uh, the recent Resident Evil 8 showcase and the newest Mass Effect Legendary Edition trailer. And for television, we've got uh, casting news from HBO's The Last of Us, uh, the talk of a Negan spinoff, and the CW's Powerpuff Girls filming. So, that's what we got for this episode. Let's jump right into it. So, we're starting off. The film Emancipation, which stars Will Smith and is directed by Antoine Fuqua, and both of them are producers for the film, has pulled out of Georgia, where it was set to film. Uh, the decision stemmed from new voting laws in Georgia that makes voting in more urban and heavily African-American communities uh, more difficult. Uh, they're changing uh, placements of mail-in mail ballot boxes and also requiring uh, IDs for in-person in -person voting. Uh, and all these are, and the, the mail-in the mail ballots are moving out of, like I said, more uh, heavily African-American neighborhoods and moving further out. So it's making it harder for those who want to do mail-in votes to, you know, mail in their vote. And of course the, uh, the ID thing, which makes it, uh, which is not really easily available in those areas. So they're going to have to go through a whole lot of, uh, hoops and things to try to get those IDs for voting season. Um, but there is a that this film could be the start of a mass exodus of film shooting in Georgia. Georgia is a really big hotbed for uh, films. I know uh, the series The Walking Dead is has filmed there for its whole you know 10, 11 season run. I think it's spinoff shoot there as well. And then of course uh, Disney Marvel Studios has a soundstage in Atlanta where they film a lot of their uh, movies. So yeah, I was worried that this could start a mass movement of a lot of films moving out of Georgia and just kind of relocating, which could be a, a obviously a huge boon and a huge impact for uh, money coming into the state of Georgia. Uh, but for the film Emancipation, it has found a new home. It will be filming in New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, and for more info about Emancipation, Emancipation is a film about a slave who escapes their plantation during the Civil War and joins the Union, of course, the, the main character being played by will smith uh but right now no release date yet on the on that film but 
yeah, moving out of Georgia, now filming in New Orleans. So we're going to keep an eye on and see if there's any more news about uh, films or film studios um, moving out of it, moving out of Georgia, possibly from this new voting laws. Next up, uh, the West Coast theater chains of Arclight Cinema and Pacific Theaters have announced that they will be permanently closing their doors amid the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, the chain has 300 screens across the state of California with its flagship location being on Sunset Boulevard and the most iconic location being uh, the Cinerama Dome, which has appeared in a lot of films over the years. So really sad news for uh, for any West Coast film lovers out there. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of the most it's one of the premier uh, California uh, theater chains and yeah they have uh have closed the doors there is some worries that this could be one of the biggest starts of of uh one of the biggest uh worries of of film coming out of the coronavirus which is movie theaters not really being able being able to bounce back from this so again this would be another thing we'll kind of keep our eye on see if any more massive theaters end up closing their doors due to this which I'm pretty sure there probably are more on a smaller scale, but obviously this is one of the this is one of the bigger, more iconic ones that have that have closed. Next up, Netflix and Sony have announced a deal where Netflix will be the streaming home for Sony Pictures films. Uh, Netflix is going to have a first look deal for any uh, properties Sony makes that are made for streaming, uh, but any properties that Netflix does pass on. Sony will still be able to shop those two other platforms like, you know, like Hulu and things like that. So, uh, yeah, this is a this is a really, really huge, massive deal. Um, this comes after, uh, I believe, Sony, their previous home was Stars, but Stars was then purchased by Lionsgate. So Sony kind of pulled out of the deal with Stars. And I believe this was going on for about two years. Them trying to find uh, the best deal for where to put their movies on streaming services. Uh, but in the interim between my first time recording this episode and recording it again now, there is also another huge update for Sony because Sony has also reached a deal with Disney to bring films to Disney Plus. And it seems like the movies involved in this deal are going to be more of the superhero slash Spider-Man, obviously, <laughs> based films that they have. Um, it doesn't just include Disney Plus, but obviously that's the big one. But it will span uh most of Disney's umbrella. That includes Hulu, ABC, and more. So yeah, that that's another big thing. So we've seen probably seen Spider Man movies on Disney Plus. Uh, not anytime soon. It be going to effect next year. So twenty twenty two is when the deal with Netflix and Disney Plus will go into effect. Um, and any theatrical films they release uh, will have the run on Netflix first. And then after a, a lot of time, they will be able to move to Disney Plus. So big news for uh, on Sony there for uh, for their getting their foot into the streaming door. All right. Next up, we've got some trailer news. Uh, first off, we have the Fast 9. Fast and Furious 9 has released a brand new trailer. Uh, this is the second trailer uh, with their new date. But on this one, the gang is all back. 
with some returning characters like uh, Bow Wow's Twinkle from Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, uh, Jordana Brewster's Mia, uh, the girlfriend, uh, the sister of Dom, and obviously the girlfriend of Paul Walker's character, whose name I can't remember at the moment. And then we also have Sunk Kang's Han, who's coming back, who was supposed to be dead. He's supposed to have been killed by by Hobbs. <laughs> no, by, by Shaw. In one of the past Fast and Furious movies. But he is also back. Um, of course, the trailer showed off more crazy, over-the-top car action. Uh, seems like magnets are going to be the big, uh, <laughs> the big thing they use in this one. Also, um, space. Yeah, it seems like they'll be going to uh to space, or at least or at least upper atmospheres of Earth. But yeah, that seems to be where they're going. And I swear, Fast Fast and Furious has just turned into like the Saints Row of of movies, where it's just <laughs> as time is going on, they just get more ridiculous. They just get more wild, more action packed, and just <laughs> just go further and further away from its original platform that it started with. But yeah, and I swear, like one of the last ones, I forget which one, but I swear Saints Row has a cheat called Evil Cars or like cars will just immediately try to run you over. And I swear they use that in one of in one of the last in one of the last movies, wherever the one where Chalice Duran uh, came into the picture. That was the one. Uh, but yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, just more craziness that um, seems to be more makes me question why people rope a uh, a street racer and a car mechanic into these situations that he is very underprepared for which I don't even think I can say now this is like this is like what five movies that since they've kind of gone in this route I don't even think I can say they don't have the experience to do this now because I mean they kind of do now all the crap they've gone through so far he's, he seems to definitely be somehow qualified for the job these people hire him for but whatever <laughs> um, but yeah uh the new date fast nine now releases on june 25th and it is still scheduled to release in theaters and next up the teaser trailer for shang chi not not shang chi apparently shang chi has released it's the first teaser trailer for shang chi and a legend of the ten rings uh the next uh mcu film uh after black widow uh, the trailer hints that the main character, Shang-Chi, was uh, trained by his father in martial arts to be an assassin. But uh, apparently Shang-Chi walked away. His dad let him kind of live his life for 10 years. Uh, where he And he resides in San Francisco. But now his father's back. He's trying to pull him back into that world. Uh, and that seems to be where most of the drama stems from. And in this. Um, obviously, Shang-Chi has the benefit of being Marvel's first Asian American hero and main character. And it's even more reflected on the cast and crew behind and in front of the camera. As uh, there's a very diverse uh, cast and crew, all of Asian heritage. So that is very dope. I do wish we get more hero films like that. We definitely need more representation for more minorities and people of color to be represented on, on the big screen. So I'm very excited about it. It looks, uh, and the movie looks pretty good. It's going to be a more martial arts, you know, more martial arts based film, more hand to hand combat, less big action, which are the ones I do tend to like a little bit more. Uh, even like my favorite one, it's probably, uh, 
I'm not gonna say that because I still have to do my top five movies list, and the movie I name might just be on that list. But yeah, I definitely like the more the more grounded hand to hand combat they tend to bring in. But uh, yes, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings releases on September 9th in theaters again for now. Moving on to video game news, uh, Sony has announced that it was going that it will be closing the PlayStation Store. For the PlayStation 3, PlayStation Portable, and the PlayStation Vita. Uh, players can still re-download, purchase games, but they will not be able to buy uh, new ones, be it uh, con- new content in the form of the games, videos, and of course, microtransactions. Uh, gift cards and vouchers will still be uh, accepted and be able to be used. Um... And the PS3 and Vita stores close on August 27th, while the PSP will close on July 2nd. But again, another another big update in the time between the first recording and this one. Uh, Sony has announced that they will indeed retract on this statement and will keep the stores open. I believe it was for the PS3 and the PS Vita, I want to say. It's one or the other, the, P- the PSP or the PS Vita. The stores for those will stay open. They've they've rolled back on the statement. Uh, it seems like they've gotten a, uh, the outcry of closing the stores loud enough. And it seems like the biggest thing of this was the fact that closing the store would cause massive issues for any uh, any digital video games purchased on those platforms. So Sony has rolled back. They said they will not be closing stores. Like I said, for at least the PS3 and one of the handhelds. I think the other handheld is still going to have its stores closed. But the PS3 and then either either or the Vita or the PSP will stay open. So some some a good a good outcome for that, uh, which is uh, really good news. I know you know there are a lot of people who you know they take their time to move up. They don't jump on you know the new consoles when they first come out. So I'm I'm really glad people are still going to be able to play their games, especially because it affect that <laughs> getting the PS5. It's nearly impossible right now, so you might as well just <laughs> just hang on to whatever whatever the heck you got, which is probably what I'm gonna end up doing. I've been trying for a while now, and I think I've only trying for like two weeks, and I'm already ready to give up. <laughs> I'm trying to get a new console, but yeah, some good news there for anybody still playing on the the PS3. Next up, Bioware has uploaded a new trailer for the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So any of you guys know, of course, whenever Mass Effect news comes out, I'm going to be covering it. So the trailer shows off upgrades for all three games across the board. It compares the updates side by side with the original releases. Obviously, one being the biggest overhaul of all three games. Obviously, one is the oldest one, the most outdated. So that one getting the touch-ups is, of course, is going to be the one. That shines through the most. (laughs) But in the trailer, they pointed out the uh, improved material and particle effects, improved skin rendering, enhanced or remade textures, and improved 3D models. And all of it looks good. There has, for some reason, been uh, a a, a vocal group saying that the originals look better than the remastered ones. Than the remastered visuals, which I don't understand at all. I mean, again, especially for the first one. Like, I still have the first one on on Xbox 360, and I still play it from time to time. 
and I'm not gonna lie, man, that thing is definitely hard, <laughs> hard to kind of jump back into because it is, yeah, man, it, it 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 is not, it has not aged or dated very well. So I don't know what the heck some of these people are talking about, but I mean, I guess it's just another, just another example of the fact that you just can't please everybody, I guess. But yeah, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition releases on May 14th for the PlayStation 4, <clears throat> Xbox One, and of course the PC with targeted enhancements for the next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. Next up, Resident Evil Village had another showcase this month. Uh, the showcase showed off a brand new trailer showing that uh, everyone in the aforementioned village seems to have a very vested and keen interest in protagonist Ethan Winters. Uh, so maybe we get a little bit of backstory. Maybe he has some kind of secret connection to the village he doesn't know about. Who knows? Uh, there's also mention of the yet unseen character, but just the name we've heard a few times known as Mother Miranda. Uh, the name was mentioned in the first Resident Evil Village trailer. But of course, that character has yet to be seen within the game, so... They'll probably play a pretty pretty big role in the game once it comes out. Uh, other thing they announced, they also announced that they'll be having a crossover with the video game Dead by Daylight. And that Resident Evil 4 is going to be coming to VR on the Oculus very soon. So, uh, you know, probably not the news some people were hoping for. I know some people are really hoping and wishing for a, a Resident Evil 4 remake. But, uh, I mean, Resident Evil on VR is pretty cool, too. So, some good news for Resident Evil 4 fans. Uh, they also announced that the Resident Evil Village demo will be going live across all platforms on May 1st and 2nd in North America, simply the next day, the 2nd through the 3rd in Asia and Europe. And in the demo, you can explore the area for an entire hour. Uh, the demo will have both the castle and village sections available. For you to explore. But of course. PlayStation users. Will have early access to the demo. Uh, they entitled demo. Uh, eight hours in village. In celebration of this being the eighth entry. Of the of the main of the mainline titles. Uh, where uh, each day. That the that this releases. There will be an eight hour window. For you to play the demo. For upwards to 30 minutes. Uh, the village area. Will be first. Available April 17th and 18th. And then the castle area will be available next on April 24th to the 25th. And of course, like I said, simply just the next day for Europe and Asia. So some good things coming from, from uh, Capcom and Resident Evil as they're getting ready for the release of that. But that's it for our video game section. Finally, we've got our television section. So for television, we have Gabriel Luna has been cast as Tommy. In the HBO series *The Last of Us*, uh, of course, Gabriel Luna was probably more known for his role as uh, Robbie Reyes in uh, *Agents of Shield*, uh, aka Ghost Rider. Uh, he will be starring alongside, of course, Pedro Pascal, who was playing Joel, his brother, and of course, Bella Ramsey as Ellie. Um, of course, the cast in Pedro Pascal as Joel, obviously different different ethnicity than the one in the video game. You kind of got to cast somebody who looks, you know, who looks very similar, shares the same skin tone, obviously. So they start to go with Gabriel Luna, which I, which I, I like, you know, it's, it's fine to kind of mix things up sometimes. And 
Pedro Pascal is, of course, killing it right now from his roles. He's going to be one <laughs> one busy man. Going to be rolling in a lot of money. And, of course, as we know, the pilot episode will be directed by Kentamir Balagov. And it is, of course, is, of course, written by Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, the, the original video games director. Next up, we have the fact that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan on The Walking Dead, has said that a Negan spinoff is being talked about. Uh, he spoke with uh, Conan, and after the recent airing of a special episode on The Walking Dead, which just featured uh, Negan, and Charlotte, it was sort of an origin story episode that showed him and his wife, who was indeed played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Morgan, the actor, his actual real-life wife, playing Negan's wife. So that was pretty cool. And, of course, after that, uh, kind of talk and ideas of a Negan spinoff kind of started to move around. Nothing is official just yet. But he just said that things are being talked about, ideas are being, are being shipped, and ideas are kind of being thought about. But nothing is official just yet. Um... As right now, I think the biggest things they're talking about are what it would kind of be based off of and what it would be, whether it be a full-blown series, more of a, uh, a TV miniseries, maybe a TV movie, uh, or, and, and of course, what they kind of base it off of, which I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan said it might be kind of more of a, which I mean, general ideas kind of it would be based off of uh, the Negan one shot from the comics uh, titled Negan Lives, which kind of followed um, Negan's life after his exile in the comics. So if there's a thing to kind of look at to kind of get a general idea of what a Negan spinoff could be, if it does happen, it'd probably be from that graphic novel. But again, nothing official yet. Just talks, just ideas being thrown around. But I would not be surprised if we do get it. Uh, Walking Dead definitely seems to be knee deep in uh, trying to launch spinoffs right now of course you got the uh fear of the walking dead which is the long-running spinoff that's uh that they already have um walking dead the world beyond i believe it's called which is the newer uh tv miniseries spinoff they've got and then of course they've also announced we're getting the uh, daryl and carol spinoff coming after the series and then we've got the um the andrew lincoln led uh tv movies starring rick grimes to show what happened to him after you know his character was kind of taken off the series so would not be surprised if we're getting that if that nigga spinoff does indeed come to light in the future and finally we have the that the cw has shown off the first images of the the what the the first images of its live action powerpuff girls series uh one photo is an official first look like kind of poster which shows the characters blossom bubbles and buttercup uh on a poster you know just kind of with some designs on it you know color coded obviously with each character and then the second image is more of a behind the scenes shot just kind of showing the girls on set in costumes and you know whatnot though there has been a little bit of backlash for people kind of making fun of the way the costumes look because i mean it's just the fact that just in the dresses the color-coded dresses like like they are in the show and some people kind of jumped on that. That kind of looked kind of cheesy, <laughs> you know, kind of lame. But in the official poster, they're kind of just wearing 
regular clothes, you know, just kind of wearing outfits. They're not wearing the dresses. So who knows what the behind the scenes photo could be in reference of it. Of. But we also got a little synopsis on what the series could be. Uh, the series follows the girls in their adulthood in their mid to late 20s. Um, kind of resentful of missing their childhood because they had to spend so much time saving the world. Which kind of doesn't really paint them. Which kind of doesn't really paint them in a, a heroic light. But I mean, but I guess maybe that's kind of what they're going for. To kind of, you know, not show them as perfect, you know. But who knows. But uh, the series stars uh, Chloe Bennett as Blossom. Uh, Dove Cameron as Bubbles. Uh, Yaya Peralt as Buttercup. Donald Faison as Professor Utonium. And Nichols, and Nichols Podani as Mojo Jojo Jr. So, uh, and of course, there is no official release date just yet. But yeah, live action Powerpuff Girls coming to the CW. And yeah, that is all for this episode. Like, it's gonna be a, it was a pretty pretty light one on the news so far. But like I said, I'm trying to get episodes out a little bit more frequently. Hopefully, I don't run into any more technical difficulties anymore. But hey, what can you do? But um, yeah, just kind of want to give a big update of what I hope I'll be releasing in the future. Um, I do know for a fact next up we'll be having our first Geek Visions reviews, our first ever reviews. Uh, we're gonna have two of them. Uh, one of them is going to be, of course, on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, and then the other one is going to be about the Mortal Kombat film. So I've got those two reviews lined up. I'm hoping to release them fairly soon. Hopefully, I can release both of them by the start of the week. Then, of course, after that, we've got a news drop coming. Uh, after that, um, the third list of our uh, sub subplots and side quests, which is my top five films, which is proving to be be the hardest one to put together so uh yeah that 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 one's taking a little longer than the other two but we got that one lined up and then of course we're gonna have our another ourselves another news drop for any big stories that come out for the end of april and the start of may and and then of course speaking of the start of may we've got <laughs> we've got to have our mass effect episode coming out before the release of the legendary edition so yeah, that's the plan that <laughs> hopefully comes into fruition. I'm going to try my darndest to make sure that does indeed happen. So, uh, of course, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for sticking around. Take your time out of your busy day to listen to me ramble about these things I do so much enjoy in life. Uh, and thank you for sticking around, for uh, following on whatever on whatever platform you listen to this on. Uh, remember, you can find the Geek Visions podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, plus more. Uh, so feel free to leave a review. Uh, feel free to share. Please, please share. I'm trying to, you know, gather up more numbers, but never going to forget about the small amount of people who actually take their time to listen to this. So thank you. We've got, we've got a couple episodes to get through for the future that hopefully we can stick to. And of course, as always... Always remember, keep watching, keep playing, stay awesome. All right, everybody stay safe out there. Have a great day. See you.